Welcome back to The Truth Hurts, where we expose corrupt politicians and lying corporate media. We're broadcasting live from Roseville, Minnesota, which is on the front lines of this battle for liberty. The leftist agenda, man, on full display here in Minnesota. We're going to get into that. Joining me, and I'm Jake Duesenberg, in case you didn't know. Joining me today is Maga Jesse. How you doing, Maga Jesse? I'm doing fantastic. It's a great day to be a Trump supporter. Trump is coming back to Facebook. <laughs> Soon enough, he'll be able to be in the comments section of our videos. <laughs> He's going to be able to chat with us right in the live stream. He's coming back to Facebook. Okay. Great day. Wishful thinking there right off the bat. Uh, also joining us is Mr. Straight Lace himself, William Beck. How you doing, William? Jake, I'm doing great. And let me just say I'm glad I don't wake up every morning thinking about politicians, unlike some other people I know. Sounds like you do. That's a – oh, okay, because Donald Trump's a politician, right? That's he the is a politician. inference there. Wrong. <laughs> we were actually watching some old school Donald Trump debates this morning in they, show prep. Yes. That's pretty funny. They were good. Uh, running the dials, as always, is Dawson Grimm. And reading your comments is Bridget. Bridget there. Wave to the camera, Bridget. It looks like you guys didn't go with a red light this morning. I don't know what's – or this afternoon. Still morning. Working, what am man. I talking about? It's Both afternoon. Um, so please let us know where you're watching from. On We're on Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. And before we get into this material, and we got a lot of material today, and we're going to try to do this thing in 30 minutes to an hour, okay? I'm just going to say that right now. But, yeah, we got to pretty much be done by an hour. I think it's very important for you to follow us on Rumble. Do I need to even say this at this point? All right. I mean, yeah, we're showing you the Twitter uh, feed here. That's at action underscore Liberty. You can follow us on Twitter. But go to, you know, follow us on Rumble. If you're not watching on Rumble, go to Rumble. Sign up for a free account. It's just like YouTube. But here's the deal. It's it's the free speech video platform. Mm -hmm. And that's so important. We've had our strikes on YouTube. It's amazing we're still on YouTube. You know, we had to play it cool as we put our real uh, thoughts on Rumble. So, yep. Sign up, follow us on Rumble. It's the best platform to be on. Facebook doesn't even – I mean, we can't even get viewership on Facebook. Nothing gets any momentum on Facebook anymore. But if you are one of the people watching on Facebook, go ahead and go back to our previous post where we alert you that we're going live. I put the Rumble link right underneath there, so you can go click and then pick up right where you left off here. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, um, let's just get right into it. we got to talk about um, – the Minnesota budget. Now, if you're not from Minnesota, you're like, well, why are we talking about Minnesota's budget, right? It's very important. And was we were talking about this earlier today, and I think it's starting to sink in our heads. The Republican Party of Minnesota is just so awful. They 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 literally blew a, um the potential for a red wave year. Okay, you look at down in Florida, and they the Republican Party did just fine. I think DeSantis said what a twenty point margin victory in Minnesota. No Republican won statewide. Now that's uh, what's that? Sixteen years straight or something like that? Twelve years? What? Two thousand eight? When, when was it? Uh, I think it was six. That's when Plenty won his second term. I yeah, say. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So two thousand six. So that's sixteen years. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. So sixteen years straight, haven't won a statewide office. They lost the Minnesota Senate and they failed to get the Minnesota House. So we have the trifecta now. You're probably like, so does California. Yeah, obviously, California is California, and the East Coast is the East Coast. But here's what's unique. In middle America, this is rare. Like, these Midwestern states surrounding us, Wisconsin, Republican Assembly, Senate, Iowa, full Republican, Republican governor, the Dakotas, 
to the right of Attila Han, right? It's just unique in Minnesota. And we have a major metro area, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Twin Cities. So the left now gets to show exactly what they want to do to the rest of the world right here in Minnesota. We're on the front lines, no doubt about it. And Governor Walls is their patsy. This is a perfect guy for them to to unleash their 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 perfect dream, dream agenda, the globalist leftist agenda right here in Minnesota. And so that's why we're talking about Minnesota's budget. So we're here January of the what they call the budget year, and it's a biennium budget, so two-year budget. And Governor Walls just released his numbers. So why don't you pull up the article there, Dawson, for us. This is uh, Governor Walls' budget, the global leftist dream agenda. You haven't seen that graphic. What do you think about that, Jesse? <laughs> I love it. That's I funny. think that's pretty pretty accurate. Loyal to the foil, right? And 100%. you know what? It is accurate because like these people that think that this isn't a global thing are, are nuts. Because mm -hmm. are you paying attention to what's going on in the World Economic Forum? Like, 100%. These people are trying to control it. And it's guys like like Tim Walls, they don't give a shit about Tim Walls. He's a nobody to them, right? But he's a perfect tool for them to enact their long-term agenda. If you don't believe me, let's pull up. I'm a little out of order here. Pull up the World Economic Foundation. It's in the show uh, notes. It's uh, it's a Facebook link. A lot of you guys have probably heard, you will own nothing and you'll be happy. That comes from this, uh, in 2016, the World Economic Forum, which is just like the global elitist. And they, um, it's like a, a little slideshow presentation. It's like, what, a minute 30? Watch what they say in here. It's very fascinating. And this is what they want to happen in the next, what, I guess this was 14 years for them. There you go. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Now, who's against that, right? We want to get our stuff by drone. <laughs> we don't want everything we have to be rented, right. though. But the U.S., they won't be the world's leading superpower. There you go. And that's that's obviously a good thing, right? Organ donating, we'll print it. I mean, I think that's a good thing. Maybe as long as they don't put microchips in the organs, right? You'll eat <laughs> much less meat because meat's terrible. We wouldn't want you to do that. You know, I totally forgot to put that food pyramid. We should have talked about that today, too. And then here's the one. Uh, climate change will displace billions of people, which I'm sure Obama's including that in his, uh, his mansion on... Uh, at ocean level yep the refugees and the polluters will have to pay carbon taxes to who the global the global entity the global government whatever it is and you might be going to mars they probably <laughs> well, want to after they form the world government exactly and they have been tested to the breaking point well that's pretty accurate right jeez all right, so that is the World Economic Forum, their prediction in the next 14 years. This goes back to 2016, right? This is what these numbnuts think. This is what they want, really, right? They don't want U.S. to be the superpower. So that means in eight years, the United States is not a superpower. Now, you'll see this in Governor Walls' agenda. You'll see things like that where, where he wants us completely off fossil fuels by 2040 that's what governor walls is proposing and the democrat radicals in the legislature and like we live in a world where if the united states of america is not the superpower of the world china is and who loves that tim walls of course he loves that he's china walls and uh you know he's paying 
playing right into this globalist system. He's playing into every little thing, the carbon emissions thing. By 2040, we're not supposed to have any emissions. He's trying to cancel our freedom. They want to put us all on the electric grid. They want us all having electric vehicles. So when they shut down the power, we can't do anything to stop the tyranny. Yeah, it's all about control, right? That's exactly what these guys are in the business of doing is more control. But if you listen to Governor Walls, we're all in this together. It's one Minnesota, right? Jesse, you wrote the article. It's called the one Minnesota budget. Yep. And this is what's so naive. And if you're not from Minnesota, this numbnuts, our governor, Tim Walls, the tyrant wannabe who shut down. He's one of the lockdown governors. And, and what did he have us shut? He had emergency powers for like a year and a half. Had us locked down twice. This 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 guy's just terrible. Um, he literally says to us, we're one Minnesota. That's his like campaign slogan. Now it's his one Minnesota budget. Mm-hmm. This is the same guy during COVID said there are essential and non-essential people, right? Yep. This guy is he's just a liar like all of them. But they all lie. That's that's their thing, right? You don't think these guys are honest, they're politicians. So what he's doing is he's taking the Minnesota budget, the Binding budget, and it's got this massive sticker price on it. It's 25% increase. Can you believe that? Is your business growing by 25%? Is your family budget grown by 25%? Probably not. But Tim Walz's budget, more government, we're already a blow to government, it's going to grow by 25%. Mm. Like, that's just unfathomable. And in dollar numbers, that's $15 billion increase. So here's a list of things that uh, Governor Walls put in his budget. And you you pulled this out. Thank you very much for doing that there, Do- or, um, uh, Jesse. I'm doing it again, aren't I, Dawson? <laughs> I, I don't know why I can't. Like an old man getting you guys confused all the time. They don't even look alike. So um, so he actually wants to increase vehicle license plate tabs. Yep. <laughs> you know, we got to make those rich people pay. <laughs> those those wealthy must pay their fair share. Yep, as you if know? people didn't hate the DMV enough. You know, now they got to pay even more money every single time they're there. Now, if you don't know, we have an $18 billion budget surplus, which equates to about $6,000 at least they can give each taxpayer back in Minnesota. So he is telling us to pay more in vehicle tabs. Now, that's not just the wealthy, but they got a wealthy tax in there too. Another thing, sales tax. He wants to increase the sales tax in the seven-county metro, right? So everything around the Twin Cities, seven, seven counties will have a tax increase on every Every consumer good that's taxed, uh, it'll be an increase on that. That $18 billion budget surplus, he only returns about $4 billion of it. Direct payments to Minnesotans, $1,000 per taxpayer, $2,000 per household or to, per family, and then $300 per children, right? Did yep. I get that right? Or no, yep. $200 per children. It's $100 per child up to three children. Well, that's not even to the people who paid into it necessarily. $200 per child. Oh, maybe it is. Oh, yeah, because yeah. right, up that's to three right. would be twenty six hundred. So yep. I, I guess I get twenty six hundred dollars, right? I guess so. Of your own money, but it's six thousand that they overtaxed me by. Mm-hmm. So I'm not coming out ahead of this. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say, William? Well, he's not even planning to give it back to the people who paid the most money in, right? He's planning to give it back to the lowest income earners, the people who may not even be paying taxes at all. That's a fair point. Now, when you look at it, I mean, people do pay sales tax, and you can actually choose to take uh you know have your tax liability based on your sales tax in minnesota so there may be a bit of an argument for that but great point the people that are really paying the tax because the income tax is the largest tax in minnesota 
the people that are really paying the tax are excluded from this because I think it's uh if you make was it over two hundred thousand or something like that or one hundred fifty k you're excluded. Do you know mm-hmm. the number? I can't remember the number, but I know what you're talking about. Well, Sounds about right. I think it's around two hundred. Yeah, it, it is something like that. <coughs> uh, two hundred nineteen million to lower, not eliminate the social security tax. So essentially, and this is the way they look at it: is it's our money. Right. So we'll lower it. It's going to be a cost to our government. But we'll allow some of you guys to keep your money that you were already taxed on in Social Security. And so, of course, this is means tested. So we can't possibly let the people who have a lot more money that are retired, you know, not pay Social Security tax. So he's not eliminating the Social Security tax, which seems to me to be a campaign pledge that they've now lied about. Mm-hmm. $78 million for a 2.5% increase in public pensions. So you'll be bailing out the public pensions again. This is the big sticking one here to me. If you're a job creator and a business owner, he and once again we have a surplus. He's going to take the capital gains tax, and for uh, five hundred thousand to one million dollar um, capital gains. So whether you're selling a stock or selling your company, that's a one and a half percent increase. So right now uh, Minnesota's top tier income tax, which is equivalent to the capital gains is like 9.85%. So it's 1.5% more to that. For over a million dollars, it's 4%. So just think about that. All these people that have these nice big businesses, if they were to sell it, they're getting taxed even more. What did the government do to earn that money? And they're only going to waste it. And they're going to waste on more of this stuff, like increased funding for Minnesota State schools, university, uh, tribal colleges, Indian scholarships. Uh, as we said before, energy takeover, stop carbon emissions, $722 million on infrastructure projects, building more electrical vehicle charging stations. The list could have gone, you could have gone on and on. Oh, on yeah, stuff, of course, right? we could have just kept going because, you know, th- this budget is just insane. And he's going after every little thing. Mm-hmm. And then he wants to uh, legalize marijuana that I'm, I'm not personally against that, but and tax it. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's what he really wants. He wants that tax money coming in. He wants to, you know, same thing with raising the tabs. You know, it's all about the money. It's all about raising the budget so that next time he can do a $60 billion budget and then a $75 billion budget. It's that's what these Democrats are all about. Government expansion, government growth and tyranny in our lives. Exactly. Now, if we scroll down, we got a really interesting chart. I think it says APM Research Lab was a source. of. Oh, it actually came from Minnesota Management and Budget. Okay, there you go. So this is a official MMB um, chart. So the last biennium, which is we're in the last uh, semester, if you will, of it. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. It's two quarters, basically. So it's semester, right? Um, that is uh, so 2022-2023 biennium. It's we're at 52.1 billion dollars. So it's growing to 65.2 billion. I mean, when have you ever seen a budget grow by that much? You know. Like, geez, this is the mm-hmm. full-on liberal wet dream mm-hmm. right here in Minnesota. Everything that they want, fully fund education, William. That's what they're going to do, fully fund education. Well, this isn't fully funding education, Jake. Of course They'll it fully is. fully fund it when they say it's fully funded, and yeah. that's right. just not ever coming. Tim Walls, <laughs> even in a recent interview where he was talking about the education plan, mm-hmm. he said the goalpost is always moving. He admitted it. That yeah. it's always changing. Did he say it exactly like that? He said it just along those lines. That uh, the goalpost is always moving, and uh, that that's what that's what these Democrats and who's are like. Moving the goalpost, Governor Walls. Yeah, himself who, and others. Yep, yep exactly. Right. This is what we get. 
because Democrats have full control of our government, which is going to be the front lines for the global leftist agenda right here, middle America, the upper Midwest, Minnesota, the one place they can enact this policy, thanks to Representative, uh, former Representative Tony Jurgens. If you're not familiar with that story, we got that at actionforliberty.com too. Tony Jurgens, a Republican, lost the primary, drops out, endorses the senator, a Democrat Senate candidate, and that flipped the House, basically, or flipped the Senate. Mm-hmm. That was the one deciding vote, 321 votes. Yeah, and here she's Jurgens. not getting back to anyone about this abortion bill. So that's right. Maybe yeah. you should reach out to Tony Jurgens and see if he can get through to her. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I should. I should call on air right now, actually, because that's a. This is one that Tony Jurgens endorsed. Democrat Judy Seberger won't even respond to my email or my phone call. Maybe we should give her a call live on air. <laughs> Watch her pick up this time. That'd be great. Where's the number? I think they're probably on the floor right now, aren't they? You know, I, I had just been uh, wrapping that up, uh, watching the Senate session, and uh, they were on to a Senate announcement, so I imagine oh. that uh, they might even be off the Senate floor at this point. Hmm. I haven't got a response from her yet. I got an email and a phone call. No response. Major bill. Oh, you're not calling I'm her. a constituent. What's that? You're not calling her now. Well, let's see. I got to find the number then. I oh, thought okay. I was looking it up in my phone. Judy Seberger. Because I have some questions for her. When does life begin? What's her vote going to be on this bill? Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're being optimistic, which there is no reason to be optimistic, but if I were to be optimistic... Her lack of response indicates that she doesn't know how she's going to vote. She knows she's in a swing district. Or she doesn't want to answer. You can hear it. Record your message at the tone. When you are finished, hang up or press pound for more options. Senator Seberger, this is Jake Duesenberg. I live in Lake Elmo. I am a constituent. This is the third day in a row I've reached out. I want an answer on how you're going to vote on SF1 on Friday. Um, I'm demanding it. I'm, I'm your boss here. Remember, you work for us. So give me a call back. You have my number or respond to my email. I have a bunch of questions. I want to know how you're going to vote on SF1 and those amendments that I put in the email. Thank you. To everyone watching at home, that's how you do it. Don't be nice to these people. you got to demand answers. Yeah, it really ticks me off. I almost I'm like, eh, maybe I shouldn't do this. I'll be too mad. But I kept my cool. See, I can keep my cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's one thing to just tell me that you're against it, like against my position, you want to kill babies, which is kind of what we assume. She's, she was endorsed by Planned Parenthood. It's another thing to just ignore someone. Like, you work for us. Am I still on the phone? I'll just make sure. Okay. It had been good. <laughs> I kind of hope you were. Too, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, right? I don't know. I mean, at some point, you just got to, like, go hold a sign out in front of her house. Well, not her house. Maybe, maybe her neighborhood. Her I don't know. Something her like office. that. We her won't office. get that. Right. Go that far. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Don't take all the leftist uh, moves, right? Yep. Um, okay. Anyhow. Uh, all right, let's move on. I, I got to talk about this. Um, oh, actually, do we have any questions, Bridget, before I move on? Okay. Nothing. All right. So, um, did you see what Bill Gates said? Did you see this? This is crazy. So Bill Gates, the biggest pusher for vaccines, right? 
and uh, as Mark Pashofsky likes to say, also depopulation. Mm-hmm. But the biggest pusher of vaccines literally had a, uh, I don't know, a interesting come to Jesus moment. And this is at a um, at an event in Sydney, Australia, where he talks about how basically the jabs don't work. Do you have that video? Yeah, we got the video pulled up. Let's go ahead and play that. Anyway, so antibodies, antivirals, we think we can also have very early in an an epidemic a thing you can inhale uh, that will mean that you can't be infected, a a blocker, an inhaled blocker. We also need to fix the three problems with vaccines. The current vaccines are not infection blocking. uh, They're not broad. So when new variants come up, you lose protection. And they have very short duration. (laughs) It's like. That's not safe and effective. That doesn't in the pandemic. That doesn't stop and slow the spread. Like these, these guys were lying to us, right? Yep. Yep. And actually Donald Trump just posted on truth social not too long ago that it was his honor to fire Deborah Burks because she was lying about the effectiveness of these vaccines. So I know you guys like to come at me with, uh, you know, Donald Trump, these vaccines, yada, yada, yada. Trump is the one out there saying that these vaccines were ineffective and it was, Dr. Deborah Burks and all of these scientific elites who were telling him bad information. It's all of a sudden his fault because of all of this. But he, he wasn't the one who created the vaccine. To keep Dr. Fauci on. That's where he draws the line. I'm it's, telling you. He has to keep Dr. Fauci on the payroll. He was exposing Fauci by having him there. Fauci. I, that's one of the big things. You know, he is not responsible for this. And Dr. Fauci, whether we like him or not, he had high approval ratings. If Trump would have fired him, everything would have gone bad. Uh, and. Like I said, he was exposing Fauci while Fauci was in there. That's a very powerful tool. Look, look so Fauci has to, uh, you know, talk to the Senate. He has to testify in front of Congress. He has to answer these questions. That was very powerful. That was useful. All right, Jesse Smith, Dr. Fauci supporter, got it. Wrong. Listen, <laughs> listen. Wrong. See, you know when they listen. can't beat no, your no, argument, no, no. they you have to mischaracterize turn. it. They have to <laughs> mischaracterize it. Oh Smith, yeah, look at this. Had your turn. I'm a big it's Fauci guy. Now. Yeah, right. Nobody <laughs> believes that. Oh, Nobody listen, believes it. Listen, now you guys got to launch that show that you've been talking about doing. That is going to be good. All I'm saying is Smith it's okay to admit that politicians get it wrong sometimes. Trump got it wrong there. It's okay to say that. I'm saying Dr. Say Fauci me. and Trump Deborah Burks got, it, got wrong. it wrong. Deborah Burks got it wrong. Hey, they were lying. I can't. I didn't remember he fired Deborah Burks. I just assumed it was the end of his administration. Or no, something. he fired her. So, yeah, I, I think he fires her, but not not anthony fauci yeah so you guys can keep saying that well, no hold on hold on your idea though is he did it so fauci kind of makes himself into a numb nuts in front of exactly he's been exposed to the american people for what he is that's yeah, beautiful well, we wouldn't have known about fauci otherwise guy. very dangerous guy to have in there to do that kind of stuff oh, but the split screen going well, and welcome to the program there, William. <laughs> jeez. Sorry, I was too involved. You guys were, yeah. Yeah, you guys were pretty fiery, and jeez, you were sensitive on that. <laughs> he, he tried to say I liked Fauci. I we mean, got some come comments on, on this. It did sound like a full throat. All right, well, whatever. We'll re- read the comments, Bridget. We'll hear what they got to yeah, say. Yeah, we have one person here. Marva is saying, go, Jesse. <laughs> That's right. Go, Martha. I, I, I told them that Mar- there's going to be the Jesse fans here. Yeah, like, he's saying nonsense. Or is he? <laughs> no. Or is he? 4D chess. All right, Martha, thank you for commenting. Jesse is. That's good. You just made I'm Jesse with you, Martha. <laughs> it's actually Marva. Marva, sorry, I could barely hear you. Um, and then we have one a comment from Lisa. She says Gates is all about depopulation. 
He is planning to put mRNA into his fake meat and fake eggs to make yes. sure we get it into our systems. Yes. And that's where I think this is where him buying up all the farmland comes into play. Have you, have you guys been keeping up with this? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very strange that he's not telling us what he's using it for. So it's either to prevent people from making more meat, making more beef mm-hmm. and pork and whatnot, or it's this is a big theory going around. I'm not going to say whether it's real or not, but people have been saying that maybe the mRNA vaccine will be put into the food supply. Hmm. Have you guys been hearing about this? I haven't heard about that, but you're talking some GMO type stuff, like genetically modifying foods to incorporate vaccines. Something like that. I mean, they're looking for ways to get this into more people, and enough of the population has said, no, we're not doing this. Mm -hmm. So how else are they going to do it? I mean, you heard Bill Gates. uh, This was only a short clip from his interview in Sydney, but he was talking about all sorts of ways that you can get the population to comply with future pandemics. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And you heard him talking about this weird spray thing. Like, have you guys seen the uh, the new Knives Out movie? What's it called? Knives Out. What is that? Uh, with Daniel Craig. Uh, what's the? What's oh, the, oh, uh, the, the onion Glass room? Onion movie. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys onion. watched yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They not. they sprayed something in their mouth. Oh yeah. They're, they're free from COVID. Oh <laughs> yeah. I know. I watched that. Like, uh-huh. I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm not going. Yeah, and Bill Gates also has the vaccine for all diseases. You know, yeah. it, which is a crazy idea. You know, that would never work. Uh, but. You know, he, and when we look at all of the things that he's done in Africa and uh, all of the the depopulation rumors are true. There's a lot of uh, sketchy things going on with Bill Gates, and he wears that sweater to try to make us feel warm and cuzzly. But you know, <laughs> no way that guy's a fraud. No. Nope. Yep. Exactly. Two more comments. Okay. N- not Marva again, right? No, we have a comment from Ben. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Marva. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for commenting. Actually, we might have another one for her. I'll play neutral here. We'll let uh, William be the opposing to Trump. I'll <laughs> oh, play neutral all right. here. All right. <laughs> um, it's just an interesting comment from Bev. She says, Bill Gates need to be, needs to be prosecuted for practicing medicine without a license, which that's a really good point, I think. He mm-hmm. needs to be prosecuted for all those trips he took to uh, Je- Jeffrey Epstein's <laughs> island. Yeah, that, By the way, start with that. I said this this morning, right? If you doubt that there's some global elites trying to run the world, which I, I don't know how you can even argue it after you see the World Economic Forum, what they're saying there. Yep. But if you doubt it, explain to me who Jeffrey Epstein is. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and how he was murdered in a federal penitentiary, like how that happened and basically covered up. Who's yep. Jeffrey Epstein? Why does this guy have this island he's taking – uh, young women too, so that world leaders can fly in. I keep wanting to. I don't know what's with my potty mouth today. I keep. I'm. I can't. I want to say it, but you know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. They had relations, right? Well, I'm trying reason. to keep it somewhat PG rated, but yep. you know what happened at Jeffrey Epstein's island, and you had Bill Clinton, uh, Prince Andrew going there. Mm-hmm. You had Bill Gates, and I think that was what people alleged was the reason Melinda uh, ended up getting divorced. Oh, I I believe that's exactly what was going on, because Melinda Gates, when she does these interviews, she says, you're going to have to talk to Bill about his relationship with Jeffrey. I told him not to be friends with him. I told him I didn't want those two together. She knew that Jeffrey Epstein was bad news, and uh, that is probably why, because all of it was coming to the surface, and she wasn't about to go down with Bill. Yeah. What were you going to say, William? Pretty much that. <laughs> no, you he covered all that. the covered all the bases. There. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing about politics is we all unify against our hatred towards Jeffrey Epstein, and yet yep. no one's doing crap about it, right? Mm-hmm. That's really. I watched the Tucker. I don't know if you guys saw Tucker Carlson had a uh, thing on 
Jeffrey Epstein yesterday because hmm. Bill Barr, uh, Bill Barr, Barr, yeah, the former Attorney yep. General, mm-hmm. is releasing his memoir. He's got, all <laughs> these guys got their memoirs. Mm-hmm. I actually read that one. <laughs> um, Did you? Yeah, and he was talking about he talked about Jeffrey Epstein in it. Right. And he said. Well, it looked awfully suspicious, but after the investigations we did, <laughs> it's like, mm, I don't know if I buy that, Bill. Uh-huh. I, I really don't and buy that. And you know that. what Tucker Carlson says? That he reached out to the Department of Justice about it, and they said, we can't discuss it. It's under investigation. <laughs> mm. So it's not being investigated because it was apparently closed, but now it is an active investigation. Mm-hmm. It's like the government just lies to us, and no one does anything about it. Right. And right? you never hear about the Gislaine, uh, however you say her name. Yeah, Gislaine, Gislaine. <laughs> I like Gislaine a little bit better. Okay. Uh, Maxwell. Um, and you, you, ever hear you about laugh her? at me with uh, when I pull out the anatomy pictures, and you're calling her Gislaine. <laughs> oh, well, you're the one who turned it sexual, Jake. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> what are you saying about Gislaine? <laughs> um, no one's talking about her trial anymore. Oh, yeah. Or <laughs> we don't get to see her list, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right. <laughs> she. I think she got some sort of deal or something. Oh, I'm she? sure. Yeah. And, yeah, if we were seeing – We don't hear any of the details. Some of these other people that were at the World Economic Forum was very interesting, too. We're seeing all of these high-level senators. Brian Kemp, for example, the governor of Georgia, the one who allowed the rigged election to happen in Georgia – him and the Secretary of State right, Now we're going twi- to be off YouTube, I guess. <laughs> My bad. Huh? And then there was Kirsten Cinema from Arizona, the senator, Joe Manchin, uh, Chris Coons from Delaware. You start looking at all these people. They're all frauds. They're all taking big money to be you know, attached to this globalist organization, and yep. it shows where their interests really lie. It's not with us. Yep, that's right. All right, let's uh, get into another s- topic. This broke last night. Uh, Project Veritas had another another revealing video this is probably probably the most interesting of all videos well actually that's a tough one to say they've had a lot of good videos. yeah they got a lot of good stuff um now i tried validating uh that this person works for pfizer i'm just gonna say this i couldn't i couldn't confirm that but it seems like they had scrubbed um this person off the internet which is really fascinating so um one of the journalists at project veritas I think under the auspices of a date, I think that's correct, um, got together with, well, pull up the rumble. I think it's going to say what this guy did. If it doesn't say on there, maybe I'm going to open it up here. Does it say his bio? One second. Why is this not opening? Here, just scroll down on this page here. Maybe we can read it there. The guy's name is Jordan Tristan Walker. There we go. Are you able to scroll to the left a little bit? Or scroll right? However you interpret that. We can only see, like... Okay, that's fine. Mm. Oh, okay. All right, let me uh, let me just pull up Project Veritas, because, yeah, it was... Uh, it was a very fascinating thing. Uh, Project Veritas. They always get these guys on dates. It seems like it does mm-hmm. seem like that. Um, okay. That and just hanging out, you know, that's when people put their guard down. Mm-hmm. So Project yeah. Veritas right. is good about being sneaky. Jordan Tristan Walker, Pfizer Director of Research and Development Strategic Operations, mRNA Scientific Planner. All right, let's go ahead and play this thing. This is interesting uh, what this guy says on uh, supposed date, I guess. 
COVID? Well, that is not what we say to the public. No, don't tell anyone those COVID. You gotta publish your own You gotta publish your own time. We're exploring, like, no, you know how the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate ourselves so we can empathically develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're gonna do that, though, there's a risk of, like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating fucking viruses. We are very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something like, you know, it goes everywhere. Something crazy. Is the way that the virus started in Wuhan. To be honest, like it's, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I know. Meet Jordan Tristan Walker, a director of research and development strategic operations and mRNA scientific planning at Pfizer. It sounds like gain of function to me. I don't know. It's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like there's. It's definitely not gain of function. It sounds like it is. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, directed evolution is very different. Directed well, evolution. Go ahead and stop it there. That's the what virus. it is. It's just a sleight of hand. It's like Trump's guy, uh, uh, Anthony Fauci. It's not, yeah, it's not yeah, gain yeah. of function. Trump's guy, whatever. It's not gain of function. It's something else, right? The people know. The people, people know, know the truth. <laughs> the people, we are going to give and you the a truth Trump hurts, segment. Right, the truth. Well, that's a legal thing that they got to go through or a journalistic standard. But eventually, this guy got very physical when he found that out. This uh, Jordan. This guy. Jordan Tristan Walker, right? I mean, you look at this guy. He thinks he's on a gay date, and he's just spilling the beans, which I guess it makes him sound cool that he's this dude with all this uh, power and influence at Pfizer. Yeah, scroll down. Yeah, there's the video. This broke last night, I think it was, or late in the afternoon. Keep going down there. I know I saw some screenshots. Keep going somewhere in here. <laughs> um, there we go. Those are screenshots. Yeah, you can click on some of those images. Um, it's going to show what happened there. It'll show some of the, um, what happened? Looks like we're back on YouTube. I see one Don't of our know. videos. Okay, there. there we go. Oh, no, we lost it again. We're out of control. We, we are not controlling things at this point, folks. <laughs> 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 that can't be possible. It's Twitter. It's run by Elon Musk now. Right? <laughs> this is on a PC. Okay, well, Gates. you just go to Twitter yeah. yourself. You can look at it. Yeah, it's on a PC. That's why. <laughs> uh, you can go to Twitter yourself. And you can see they got some screenshots of like um, him working at Pfizer. I think there might be a company bio or something like that. So um, it, I, I'm just going to at this point, I always want to verify things. OK, I think we have a little bit of a journalistic standard here that we at least got to make sure that what we're presenting to you is the truth or at least what we believe to be the truth. Um, and so you're putting a lot on uh, Ver Project Veritas. But of course, that's part of the story here is why can you not find this guy anywhere on the internet? So here they're showing like he's part of a team at Pfizer. It says director. It says right in there on that screen. Uh, click on the next one. It looks like they did some background info. See, this probably happened, I don't know, a week ago. And so they it took them a while to bring this to our attention. And what is that? It's not LinkedIn, is it? It doesn't look I like that. I think that's LinkedIn. like a Teams profile. Gotcha. Yeah. So They probably scrubbed this guy. Um Right. And now here's the thing is I don't think any of the mainstream media is going to pick up the story. 
No. Why would they? That's a huge story. Yeah, it's exactly. what he's saying. It's, it's huge, but it goes against their narrative. So right. of course they're not going to report on it. Right, and it goes against well, not just goes against their narrative, William. It goes against the hand that feeds you. Mm, yeah, yep. its name. They did a great job, and they uh, they actually did some real journalism, mm-hmm. trying to get him on camera, ask him a ton of questions about his failed uh vaccines and the yeah. lies that they said to the people yes. like, you know what uh, we're I, I had from seen rebel that, news but, uh, rebel news, rebel news yeah. yeah rebel news did a great job uh, and i think it's just like where's the rest of the media asking these tough questions no one no one's asking it and i guarantee this story will get buried which is exactly why we want to bring it to your attention now before we go to your trump segment i have to bring up one other thing you guys haven't had a chance to look at this thing now we say that the left is you know trying to enact their great policies you know they're they're leftist agenda. They're doing it right here in Minnesota. The, they're doing it all over the world. But Minnesota's like on the front lines because it's middle America and they got the trifecta. Democrats are in complete control. And you saw in the World Economic Forum video that America won't even be the superpower. So really, America be damned. All, all we're good for is whatever we could produce for the global elites. Yeah. So does it come to you? Does it? come as a surprise to you guys that joe biden a leftist would appoint judges that have absolutely no idea what our constitution even says you know you'd hope that they'd be able to get through law school by having an idea of what the constitution says but the truth is it seems like none of them do or they just don't care well (laughs) i just had this video sent to me by my good friend mike Thank you, Mike, if you're watching, sending this video, because this is great. I'm like, hey, let's add this to the show. This is uh, the Fox News uh, video there, line 11. Um, and this is this is fascinating. This is um, your your favorite senator, Senator Kennedy from Louisiana. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Yes. Yeah, so, well, not here. This is not – trust me, it's not funny. This is, uh, I think, four uh, federal judge um, appoint – so they got to be confirmed by the Senate. So they're going through this by Biden's judges – and he asked a very pointed question about the Constitution. Watch this. Um, judge on the far end, uh, tell, tell me what Article 5 of the Constitution does. Article 5 is not coming to mind at the moment. Okay. How about okay, Article Stop, stop right there. Article 5. Okay. A lot of us in the conservative movement understand Article 5. Obviously, it's a very important part, conventions of the states, right? Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's kind of obscure, but there's only seven articles in the, the U.S. Constitution. Mm-hmm. So you think as a... Fe- okay. How about Article 2? Neither is Article 2. Okay. That's a federal judge that doesn't know where the... The president of the United States gets his powers from mm-hmm. like Article one legislative, Article two executive, Article three. I hope she knows Article three mm-hmm. judicial. She probably doesn't. Isn't that fascinating? This is a federal judge doesn't know Article two, the executive powers part of the U.S. Constitution. Mm-hmm. Man, now are we shocked by this at this point? Are we even shocked? I know they don't know the definition of a woman, but are we shocked at this point? That they don't know something so basic like that. I mean, they say that handing politicians little pocket constitutions doesn't do anything, but in this case, it might have helped out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wouldn't that have been funny? She's like, uh, 
<laughs> two. Oh, there it is. Jeez. <laughs> yep. This is what we get. And these guys don't care about the Constitution. You can watch the rest of this video. Eventually ask questions about originalism. Great questions, by the way. Great questions. But just that is so obvious. And I don't get the feeling. I don't know if the rest of the three judges on that panel would even have been able to answer that question. Mm-hmm. I don't get the sense, but she, she should surely be able to answer that question. It's unbelievable. Okay. Let's do uh, the Trump segment. Oh, do we have any questions before we go to Trump segment, Bridget, anything we got to read? Yeah, we have actually um, an interesting question on rumble. Someone okay. says, or actually Debbie says not political, but do you guys have any secret talents? Any secret talent? Yeah. Hmm. Give a secret talent. Debbie, that's such a personal <laughs> question. <laughs> Let's start with you, Jake, then we can work our way around. <laughs> yeah, so you can think about it? I need. I do need to think about it. Uh, I do uh, two things very well, and it's been like this since high school. You know what the uh, – you know what bear crawl is? Yeah. I used yeah. to do my wrestling football Yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> I am a – I'm like the world's best bear crawler. I, I don't know what it I is. I might have to race life. you. I'm pretty good at it, really? too. Really? Well, oh, yeah. this needs to you're go up on the channel. No, hold on one second. <laughs> we I'm, I'm going I'm to stop right now. <laughs> I am not the fittest guy, and i got like 20 years on you. It's not fair <laughs> at this point. I'm not, we're we're I'm recording gonna, this, and we're putting it on the channel. I'm right? going to say yeah. on my prime, I was a great bear <laughs> crawler. <laughs> All right. Here's one we could do. I'm a great backer-upper. Uh, you can see like me in a vehicle. I can crawl? back up a vehicle like there's no tomorrow. And oh, I mean, like, okay. Fast. Gotcha. Like I used to, what, like I was at the call at the end of a, a road. I was gonna say cul-de-sac, but they didn't even have a cul-de-sac. I just stopped where my parents were. So right before that, they split off Y. So I'd always come home and I'd go down that Y, and then I'd hit reverse and zoom, zoom right in. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm a pretty good backer upper. Yeah, there you go. There's my my talents. <laughs> You know, I think I got one. All right. I might blow you guys out of the water. So, William, if you don't come up with one, you're about to look real bad here. <laughs> I'm about to do something that uh, you've probably never seen any other human do. You know, I remember when I was in third grade, everyone was able to fart with their armpits, you know. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out how to do it. And so I stayed up days and nights, you know, laying in my bed, just practicing, practicing, practicing. And eventually I got it. And I got it for any place in my body. I can fart with my eye my neck, all kinds of things. Are you ready for this one? Uh, all right. I don't know what to think How about, about that? that? <laughs> William, can you do that? I am, st- no, I'm stunned actually. That's, oh I, my God. Did you practice Debra, with- was it? I don't know what can of worms <laughs> you just opened up. I've never seen something like that. Yeah, so yeah, that's the thing. I've never seen it either. I've been the only one my entire life that I, that's been able to neck fart. Well, let, let me ask you this. Is you, I like, farted. That's even more impressive. Yep, I can do it both sides. I can do it with my ears. No, I can I do it with it. my hands. I can do it with my elbows. I can do it with my knees. Anywhere you need. My is chest. Anywhere I need, huh? Anywhere I don't, you I need. I actually don't need any of these, <laughs> I but <do>. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm good for now, but I am curious. Is it how you, like, cup your hand? Oh, you think I'll give you my oh, secrets? No, no. Oh, yeah. yeah, magician never tells. <laughs> yeah, Someone right, in the comments true. said, All right, William. Um... <laughs> You're right. I, I am going to look stupid because I cannot <laughs> top that. Um, <sighs> secret talent? I don't know. I'm I'm a pretty boring guy. That's why Jake calls me straight-laced That's right. William. But There's a reason we call him that. In my spare time, I usually like going to the gym when I can. Uh, I used to be very good at squats. In high school, I was able to squat like upwards of 400 pounds. I can't do that much anymore but i'm working my way back up to it so. all right here's what we do we all go squat and then we do a bear race 
<laughs> yep, and then oh. we fart with our necks. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, this uh, show really <laughs> took a turn that I wasn't expecting today. Uh, <laughs> thanks a lot, Debbie. Was it Debbie? You've got you've got two more people with talents in no, this right. in this studio. <laughs> oh yeah, what's yours, Dawson? My my talent is that I've got a crazy flexed arm hang. What? I've got a flexed arm hang of like ten minutes. Wait, what's no, the flexed you arm? don't. <laughs> what's you can hang for ten minutes? Oh yeah. I've got I've got the body proportions that love it. Wait, so you Chal- I'm throwing like the, the challenge flag on that one. <laughs> are these the bar hangs? Like that's a bar hang, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Huh. And so like like you said, it's been a long time since I've done something like that, but yeah. I I had a killer one in high school. Well, yeah, but high school's like two years ago for you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I can still do it. You think well, tell me, what do you think you could get on a flex? I mean, definitely not ten minutes anymore. I got, uh, I haven't eight? done it in so long. Probably eight. Maybe, may I? I'll say seven to be safe, but it's Jeez. high. I gotta see this. I, I, I'm. We need to start doing fitness content. I, I don't think <laughs> I could do much more in a minute. I feel like that would be tough. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's the thing. My, my body is just built for it. Yeah, there's always those videos online that people aren't able to hang on for more than a hundred seconds. That's you know usually where people uh, cut mm. off. So. Yeah, that uh, is pretty, oh, right. pretty well, I just sold myself short at, at 60 seconds. <laughs> well, Jeez. people usually drop off before then, so, oh, you know, okay. yeah, but you they're under 62, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bridget, talent. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm kind of similar <laughs> to William. I can whistle super well, but I'm not doing it right now. No, no. You, you, <laughs> if you can do your talent on air, we're no, going to hear right. it. I'll pass. I, I don't think the microphone can. Yeah, can't handle it. Actually, that's true. <laughs> no, nah, I'm pretty air. sure it can. Let's go. Let's I hear this whistle. I just trying to cover for Bridget there. I refuse. She's a good comment reader. All right, what else we got here? <laughs> we actually have a um, comment that says, is, is this Jesse guy a real person, or is he doing a character? <laughs> who's the, Well, hold I'm on. They, that's a fair gets. question, but Sylvia who's Roberts. asking the question? <laughs> Sylvia Roberts. Sylvia. All well, right. I can tell you, Sylvia, I am not a conspiracy. I am the truth. Jesse, I I, I'm going to put it this way. If Jesse is a real person, right? Mm-hmm. Now, he definitely goes hard, hard on Trump on the show. But I'll tell you what, he does that too, like a lot in real life, okay? But he is really pushing it on the show. But there's a big secret about Jesse, and we're not going to tell you today. But there's a secret about Jesse mm. somewhere down the road. You guys, every are gonna time learn. we get into the stump the Trump segment, yeah, I think yeah, about somewhere it. down the road, <laughs> you're learning the big it. secret of <laughs> MAGA Jesse. What but could we're not going to say it here. What could it be? Yeah, what could it be? Somewhere it might be years down the road, but someday it will be revealed the big secret. All right, what else we got? Uh, we have one last comment here. Um, Danita, I think that's how you say the name, says, thank you for all the hard work you do to keep us all informed. Absolutely. So. And and if you guys are on our email list, and uh, we had a big email last night. I poured my heart and soul in that thing. Um, but are, are you ready to quit? Are we, are we done fighting? Um, I've gotten a lot of emails re- replied, and you know i got a busy schedule. But I plan to get back to every single person that wrote back. Um, because I think it's very important. It's, you know, we're in this thing together and a lot of our audience obviously come from Minnesota. You guys are on the front lines with me. I, I would love to move. I'd love to go to South Dakota. I'd love to, I mean, I'm not a hot weather person, but Texas, Florida and stuff like that. I can't, I'm stuck here. There's too much invested in here. I got family, a house, part of the community. And you're probably just like me. You can't pick up and move. And so if you can't move, you better be fighting against this radical agenda. And if you just joined the program, go back. I called my state senator live on air. That's what you got to do. 
you got to call contact these people and they know you're yep. watching yep and it's gonna be a lot more than just me just calling her right like if she doesn't get back to me and if she votes the wrong way she's not gonna be in office anymore because we're gonna make sure she she loses the next election we'll put everything we got into making sure judy seberger never gets elected again i will personally see to it all right we got to get to your trump segment because we only got eight minutes left Sure. Uh, yeah, I sent Dawson over some links, uh, whatever you feel like we can talk <laughs> about when Trump is talking about returning to Facebook or uh, the stolen Georgia election. Obviously, that's the big news. Oh, going we're back on off right YouTube now. again. Uh, well, you know, the Georgia there's a uh, there's the prosecutors looking to go after Donald Trump. Uh, they obviously want to throw him in jail, uh, even though he's pointing out the truth. He's pointing out that. Everybody was kicked out of a building where they were counting the ballots. Uh, he was talking about how, you know, you see all these things going on where people are forced to leave. They say that there's a water line that broke. There's no water line that broke. Then you see the videos of girl of a girl putting in new ballots into the machine. Mm -hmm. There's so many sketchy things that happen in Georgia, and they want to misrepresent the phone call. Did you Have you guys listened to the Georgia phone call with Trump and Raffensperger? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. if I have, actually. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I can tell you, you know, all that Trump is saying is, we have this many dead people that voted. We have this much amount of fraud in this case, and this, and this, and this. Yeah, I do know and people took him out of context. Yeah, exactly. imagine that. The media Everything. took him out of context. Yeah. Yep. Who wow, ever saw shocker. that one coming, right? Big yeah, shocker, big yeah. shocker. Yep. Oh, so what does he say here in this truth? Let's see here. I'll God, it's still once again smart move by Donald Trump. Call it. It's not a tweet. It's a truth. <laughs> oh, you can't read it. It's Let's see here. Facebook. I'm pulling up my phone here. Gotcha. We Trump wanted to hear returning your, to uh, Facebook. Okay. Mega voice. I'm I'm doing my best to zoom in, but okay, uh, Facebook, which has lost billions of dollars in value since deplatforming your favorite president, <laughs> me, has just announced that they are reinstating my account. Such a thing should never again happen to a sitting president or anybody else who is not deserving of retribution. Thank you to Truth Social for doing such an incredible job. Your growth is outstanding and future unlimited. <laughs> so Very positive. So I've seen some takes on this saying that Trump's leaving Truth Social, but I don't know if that's the correct interpretation. Right. I, I'm not sure about that either. I, I don't think he will because he has a solid base of people there that love him. And uh, so I can't imagine he would leave. I think that he's just going to be on multiple platforms now. You know, we got a Mr. Election denier <laughs> here. Ooh, how dare you question an election? Yeah. So, yeah, you, you've got to be on multiple platforms. But, yeah, you don't invest in Facebook, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. Kills me that we even dare promote some things on Facebook because they don't deserve our money. But there's still people on it. And when yeah. there's people on it, you got to still go where the people are. Yeah. And that's why he's going to go back to Facebook and yep. possibly Twitter, right? Well, and that's why we started a Twitter account, too, because right. now we know it's under in the hands of more free speech. Elon isn't 100% there, but he's much better than what Twitter mm -hmm. was. So go follow us on Twitter. It's uh, action underscore liberty. Yeah, and pop uh, that up on the screen there, Dawson. Action underscore liberty down here. And... Uh, uh, graphics not caught up to me. Look <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, especially not to a conservative website. All right, what right. else you got, Jesse? Uh, we can do the Georgia uh, next uh, Trump Truth Social. Uh, if you want to pull that up, Dawson. And what this is, he has multiple uh, truths. We won't go through each one of these, but uh, for the first one, he says, "My phone call to the Secretary of State of Georgia, and a second call which the Marxists, communists, racists, and rhinos don't even want to talk about, were perfect calls." Many people, including lawyers for both sides, were knowingly on the line. 
I was protesting a rigged and stolen election, which evidence proves it was. I won Georgia by a lot, but only needed a small number of votes than the total number. They cheated in many ways, stuffing ballots, all caught live on tape. So the context of this, if if I remember correctly, is that uh, some Georgia attorney or some panel or something is getting ready to indict Trump for mm-hmm. his supposed phone call in Georgia. Yep, exactly. Right? They're, they're going after him for this phone call because they're... we got to read. I, I want to make you guys as much of part of this program as we can. Uh, maybe somewhere down the road, we even have a live audience. We'll have eventually a phone number you can call in and be part of the show. Um, but yeah, for now, we'll just leave it to Twitter, or sorry, Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble comments. Um, yeah, so we have a more from Lisa about Twitter, actually. She said she couldn't find us on Twitter, but thankfully we followed her and she was able to follow us back. Yeah, so. William says that we're probably shadow banned on Twitter. Yeah. But see, Elon is probably going to notice if Donald Trump, you know, like that level is being shadow banned. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, we're pretty much at the mercy of the leftist tech guy, right? You know, they're too low level at this game for them to even notice. So, right. I think it's more of an error. I don't think it's intentional, but still we are being shadow banned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess the definition of shadow banning. Right. Yeah. So it is, I guess it's hard to find us on Twitter. Um, and it's unfortunate because it's a great Twitter account. It's probably the best Twitter account out there. Maybe one of us can drop the link uh, under the Rumble feed. If, uh, if like, Bridget, you have the Twitter link in the studio there. You know, speaking of, uh, yeah, that's a great idea. Put uh, Bridget, if you can put that in the comment section. Speaking of Twitter, and we're still adding, like, a couple people a day, I guess, at this point. I mean, like, it's crazy. I don't even tweet and I have more, but um, I, I – I must have followed this person in a while. Have you guys ever seen the account Dr. Anita B. Eaton, Ph.D.? Have you seen this? It's a no. hilarious Is this the account. one that says obesity is a slur? E- e- yes. <laughs> <laughs> saw, yes, I've seen this account. <laughs> People are taking it seriously, it's, too, which I think I is I know. Funny. It, it's like <laughs> says you are bo- body positive on the top. <laughs> the fact and that people would believe this, though speaks volumes about exactly. where our society mm-hmm. is. It's, so that's very it's a these troll. Are. It's a troll account. The pinned tweet on top is obese is the N-word for plus-size people. That's right. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's a troll. But it's I can a believe great someone's troll saying account. that. I love it. Someone <laughs> would say that. I mm-hmm. believe that. Someone. All right, we got to talk about it. Maybe we'll get into it tomorrow. So we'll be live again tomorrow, but we got to talk about this food pyramid by the government. Yes. How, we'll uh, lucky, lucky charms are healthier than chicken breasts, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And in ground beef we also have eric mortensen or as you know him mort gonna be live tonight in this studio bringing back behind the smoke screen at 7 p.m i think i'll just tell you look him up on facebook youtube or rumble so mort's famous show behind the smoke screen coming back to you it's been probably since the campaign trail since he's done this and he didn't do it in our studio so first time here in our studio and then we'll be back again once again tomorrow uh 11 a.m and it's very important if you subscribe to us on Rumble, you can subscribe to us on YouTube as well. It'll let you know when we're about to go live, right? So just do that. It's very important. But uh, Democrats are about to vote for the most extreme abortion bill in the nation. And that goes down at 11 a.m. Central Time tomorrow. We'll bring this to you guys with live reaction, live commentary. I think Mort actually join, is joining us at some point, and I'll have some of you guys there too. So. Uh, please join us again. And then otherwise, we'll be back with our scheduled program next Tuesday at 1 o'clock. Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll see you next time.